Ezekiel in the series of book by book. Ezekiel is one of the most structured prophets. He had the not lovely duty of prophesying almost exclusively during the exile of Judah. Exclusively during the time, but some of the country was not yet in Babylon, though Ezekiel was. He's the 20-year prophet of the exile, begins prophesying about five years before Jerusalem is totally destroyed, reflected in Psalm 74, 79, and 137. And Ezekiel's harsh, because sometimes that leads us to repentance, which is the goal. When Ezekiel receives his prophecy, he says to God, I'm a man of unclean lips, because that is what humans do when they have any kind of clear sense of the holiness of the God who has the claim over their life both because of his sovereignty, because of the fact that he's the only living God in the history of the existence of the world, and because he chooses and pursues us. Ezekiel's very interested in making sure that the Israelites know that this is no tribal deity. Yahweh does not stand alongside the Canaanite gods as peers, like something from the Roman or the Greek mythologies. He is the supreme God. And for the Israelites, this is not only um, a way of clarifying their need to repent, both individually and communally, it's also a message of hope. If Yahweh is a tribal deity, then they should simply worship the gods of Babylon or Persia. But if he is not, then they know that there's hope. And from the ashes of this tragic story on you and you shall be clean from all your uncleanness and from all your idols i will cleanse you and i will give you a new heart and a new spirit i will put within you i will remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh which is actually the gospel which is referenced many many times in the new testament which is god comes and pursues us and that's hope 50 times in ezekiel He says he hears the word of the Lord. Another 50 times, God says they will know that I am the Lord, which is how hope springs from the absolute tragedy of what the nations had become. The visions that we know, perhaps most especially or famously from the book of Revelation, really begin with Ezekiel. He's not the first one with a vision, but a guided vision. We see it in Zechariah and Daniel, and especially in Revelation And the reason I keep mentioning that is Ezekiel is such a lovely interpreter to a lot of the things in Revelation that are confusing to us. But before that, he talks about a good shepherd, one of the titles Jesus used to explain who he is. He talks about living water, which is our hope to receive the living water. Jesus talks about this in John chapter 4. One of the more beautiful, though, odd and challenging almost like a Marvel movie sections of Ezekiel's in chapter 36 when, excuse me, 37, when God takes Ezekiel to a valley with dry bones in them. And through God's instruction, Ezekiel calls them to life, not through his own power, but through God's power. Verse 14 says, and I will put my spirit within you and you shall live and I'll place you in your own land, then you shall know that I am the Lord. I have spoken, and I will do it, declares the Lord. This is after taking men and women from their graves, knitting their bones back together, giving them sinew and life. And this is part of the beginning of 
the Christian hope of resurrection. And my favorite part of the book of Ezekiel is chapter 47, where we have a 12-verse description of what's only alluded to comparatively in the book of Revelation, which is why does a spring of water flow from the throne of the enthroned Jesus in Revelation? And Ezekiel chapter 47, verses 1 through 12, explains it. I encourage you to read it. But overall, this is the message of the book. There is a holy God. People respond to him individually and as a community through repentance and fidelity to him. But when we do not, there is no destruction that comes about through our unfaithfulness to the covenant or sin that is beyond hope because of who the Lord is and the fact that he always keeps his promises. Ultimately, it is a ruthless book, and through its ruthlessness, the people of Israel began to see hope in their future. And so do Christians. <laughs>